The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Boston, but everybody else in between. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun, as has the bowl season. The holiday season is here. The late night anger management class. We're breaking it down. Rob Vino steps up, and then Professor Vino uh, joins us. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the um, I don't know, is, is Tony Finn a professor? Professor of, of Madness, the professor of uh, insanity from Area 51. Tony Finn steps up and in straight from the strip in Las Vegas. The Fathers, the Friday Night Free Show has uh, begun. Bowl season has begun. The chaos continues in the National Football League. What was a doubleheader is now just a Saturday night marquee event between the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. But we do have a full slate of bowl games all day. A long Saturday into the late night hours on Saturday night carries us in to the National Football League, but there's two less games on Sunday as well. The National Football League schedule has been twisted and turned upside down. Although, you know, it's kind of an oxymoron right now. And uh, pardon the pun because, uh, yeah, everything does seem kind of just moronic. Uh, but with everything that's going on right now, there is like there is a big light at the end of the tunnel. You know, for people to pay attention to this stuff, sports leagues over the last like 24 to 48 hours, essentially, we talked about it. it was, I guess it was just yesterday. Like, put it this way like, Westbrook tested positive and he's already been cleared to come back now. Right? So the sanity is starting to prevail, in which if you, if you test positive, you don't have to be out for six days, seven days, this days, and those days, and all these other days. Um, you know what? You just bang off a couple of tests and you're back. Uh, right now, so I think there is things. Listen, it's things are gonna get worse before they get better. It's gonna be chaos for the next couple of weeks out here, and I think the National Hockey League is on the verge of shutting down at least for a couple of weeks. And I'm waiting for the announcement that they're not going to be going to China. Uh, but um, I think I think everything will be fine. It's not like we're not going to repeat everything that happened over the last uh, two years in the sports world. It's just gonna it's just gonna be a lot of postponements. And hey, listen, it kind of does suck, but. Hey, now there's uh, there's football on on Monday night. There's a doubleheader. Now there's a there's a doubleheader on Tuesday. I'm just worried about the children. Will somebody think of the children, please? What about the children? I'm just thinking about the children. SDSU and UTSA, man, they have a bowl game on Tuesday night. They were the only bowl game on Tuesday night. Like, <laughs> they, I mean, it was their night. They were going to be on TV. It's their night, and now suddenly you got a couple of NFL football games. Uh, so uh, the Raiders and the Browns, they're playing out on Monday. And uh, now, uh, what, Washington? Uh, 
Washington and Philadelphia is on Tuesday, and uh, Seattle and the Rams are on Tuesday right now. So we'll get you caught today with all the new point spreads. Heineke's out. I don't know. There's all kinds of craziness. NFL feels like it's like three years away to me right now. I'm not really concerned uh, with with uh, with the NFL right now, as crazy as that sounds. I'm more concerned with the NLL, the National Lacrosse League. I don't have any money on it, but I've been watching the game anyways. More bullshit. Come on, FanDuel. Get some NL, uh, get some National Lacrosse League lined up. Let's go. It's the Friday Night Freak Show. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gabriel Branson. I've some of the hustlers, the degenerates, and everybody else in between. You know how we roll. Let's do this thing. The Bulls have begun. There's no more countdown, although it's countdown to kickoff uh, once again. We have one less game on the board Saturday, the National Football League, but that's fine. We've got a full slate of college football to break down. we got one of the best in the business, Rob Vino. RobVinoSports.com will step up and in. we got Tony Finn, Wager Talk, uh, throwing it down with us as well. We're talking NFL football uh, with Tony. We're going to talk a lot of college with Rob, so I guess uh, we'll focus in on the NFL action with Mr. Tony Finn. WagerTalk.com, Area 51, joins us from the Badlands the deserts of Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. A lot of football going on. Congratulations to uh, Mary Harden Baylor, a Division Three national champions after a rolling, uh, who was it, uh, North Central, North Central Illinois, I believe it was. Yes, <laughs> North, North Central Illinois. All I know is I cashed a ticket with it. Hey, that, that's all I know. And we're looking to cash another ticket right now. Um, in the late night hours, we've got NBA basketball uh, going on. And uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are getting absolutely smashed by the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I apologize to all Laker fans, but I'm about to cash a ticket with the T-Wolves. T-Wolves aren't quite the Cavaliers as far as like a dominant point spread team. But the T-Wolves are so, also aren't the same old T-Wolves. All right? The T-Wolves can ball, man. These guys can ball. And they should be able to ball. Right? The T-Wolves have had, like, top three picks, like, every damn year for the last 32 years. You figure eventually they can get good, and uh, they're sort of getting there right now. Uh, we have a miracle of, like, epic proportions going on here um, that the Portland Trailblazers are actually about to win a basketball game, but not so fast. They're not there yet. All right? Uh, well, we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, I guess uh, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley are fighting again tomorrow. I have one like yeah I'm almost I'm almost like uh I'm almost like speechless I but I have like one word why This is what like is this escape Why would you do that <laughs> This is like making this is like making uh Batman versus Superman 2 There's no need for it Nobody wants to see it. If you're Jake Paul, you've already hustled enough people. You've gotten away with it. You don't do it every month, bro. The act's going to run thin, and it already has. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci.
Friday night free show. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brexit. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. A lot of stuff uh, to break down uh, tonight. NFL football. We've got college bowl action. NBA news. Kyrie Irving news. There's a UFC card. Um, there's, as I stated, Jake Paul is, um, I, I can't use the word fighting. <clears throat> Jake Paul is appearing with Tyron Woodley again. <laughs> For, it's like, okay, you know, like, really? You know what? Like, Jake Paul gave Tyron Woodley, like, a bunch of money after and a gift and all that after. You should give us all, like, a Rolex to watch the fight. Give me a Rolex and I'll watch this fight. How's that? And that's a shout-out to Jake Paul. I don't want to fight you or anything like that. You know, I'll admit you'll knock me out. It's all cool. So I don't want to fight you, but... If you want me to watch the fight, send me one of those, like, Connor chains or something like that, and I'll watch. But, like, honestly, I can't. Like, we watch you. Like I said, we all got suckered in the first time. And I'm glad just Matias can contain his, his, uh, his excitement this time as far as jumping in and telling us it's a snooze fest. It's not a snooze fest. It's a crap fest. All right? It's a piece of crap fest. It's a waste of time fest. And at this point, like, Jake Paul, you should have, you know, you should fight Jersey Jerry. Like at this point, fight Jersey Jerry. I, I, I'm dead serious. I'd be more interested. Fight the, the last last week. Jersey Jerry beat Big Man. Now he gets Jake Paul. That's the way this thing works. And I think that I think I'd be more interested. I'm dead serious. I know what's gonna happen with Tyron Woodley. Right? He's gonna talk a bunch of a bunch of smack about how he had his best camp ever, and this time it's for real. And uh, he's gonna knock him out. <laughs> Tyron Woodley's been saying this for seven years, man. All right. Remember when he used to be good? Listen, I don't blame Woodley. Whatever, dude. Woodley, you know what? Woodley's become like, uh, he's like Apollo Creed in a Rocky movie now. That's all you are. You're just like, you're 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 the actor there, and there, there's like Sylvester Stallone. And uh, down the road, you guys can make a movie running on the beach together, holding hands and stuff, wearing Speedos, hugging each other. Because that's what, that's what this is, all right? Like, yeah, listen, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, and some of his smack talk about the UFC is comical and stuff, but yeah, the UFC, yeah, the UFC card next to this is like kind of, you know, it's it's um, like I said earlier, Jake Paul's got a good hustle going. He's making a lot of money and stuff. You know what I mean? He's got, you know, I know he's supposed to fight the Fury guy, but nobody cares about that either, right? So I guess some people would have, but. At least it would have been something new. But as I always, I use, I always use the line like, if you rob a bank, you don't rob the same bank. Like you don't, you know what I mean? You got to move, move to a different neighborhood type of deal. And Paul is hustling people too quickly on this, right? Like you know what I mean? Like you haven't, we haven't had. You're, you're annoying. You're an annoying person to begin with, so you're kind of hard to take. So you got to like, like disappear for a little while, and then hey, I'm back. Right? Hey, let's spend Christmas with Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. How much? Uh, how much are they charging for that, anyways? I think you know, I saw him pimping it on Twitter. <laughs> I like his Twitter photo profile. I saw Twitter. His Twitter profile. He dropped everything about himself. It just says, "I'm fighting this date. Buy it." So like, yeah, no, I can't. I'd rather not. Um, I'd rather not. Like I said, I I have more interest. Like Jake Paul versus Jersey Jerry would be fun, at least. You know what I'm saying? Tyron Woodley, you know what Woodley is? The problem with Woodley is it's the worst thing you can say about, like, a fighter, an entertainer, a talk show host, or anybody. You're just boring. You're boring to watch fight. Right? You just you can't box. 
right? Yeah, like I hate to say all this because Woodley used to be a badass. I used to make a lot of money on betting on mixed martial arts. Well, so we'll get um, we'll get into the UFC a little bit uh, later on. So yeah, there's a lot of all this COVID stuff going on in National Football League. They're moving games around. It's all over the place. It's pretty tough. We'll see if Finn has games to catch his eye. I'm more about the college bowls. Like, Sarah, what am I going to do? I'm going to start like handicapping all these games. I don't know who's playing. I don't know. Like, I've already I already have money on a game. I already have a $250 bet that's like in limbo now because of like a game that was moved. I bet on the Seahawks believing that I was getting an advantage because the Rams had 23 guys out. Well, no, the, the league moved the game because it's the LA Rams, right? They'll pick and choose who they'll help and who they want to destroy and who they don't care about. And uh, I'm not like when I, you know, I'm, I'm going to hold off. Follow me on Twitter Sunday morning or suck it. <laughs> there it is. Here's my NFL analysis. I like the Atlanta Falcons. It's the one game I like. I'm dead serious. It's the one game. And I don't even want to bet on the NFL right now. I'm killing it in college. Actually, you know what? I killed it last night in the NFL, too. Right? What was it? Like 25-3 and three in the end. It rolled over into tonight. Swept the board in college today with the Bulls. We gave you uh, Middle Tennessee State plus the points, the over. Northern Illinois plus the points, the over. And we crushed a million in-game overs in that bowl game tonight. But we'll get into the bowl games. So as far as um, as far as all this COVID stuff is concerned, so the NFL, well, when it's all said and done, like the NFL, everything always works out for them. That's the one thing. You know, Goodell, it's pretty crazy, like, to say, because Goodell kind of used to screw up everything before. He really did. Like, Goodell used to screw everything up. It was one of those deals where it's like, dude, listen, it's, it's just an easy job. You're the commissioner you know, of a, a league that, as I stated, like, you know, people will like the NFL no matter what, what happens. And there was always a something with Goodell. You know what I mean? It was always like, well, you know, he suspended this guy for this amount of time, but he didn't do anything for that. And everything was so random. Or I guess I should say, too, he was sort of like the – it was like the new teacher. Like, Paul Tagliabue was a very nice guy, right? Tagliabue was a very sort of fatherly type of guy, the commissioner before Roger Goodell. And Goodell came in and really sort of became like a sheriff type. Like, Tagliabue wasn't a sheriff. Tagliabue was just, you know, I'm going to run the league and you guys play football, right? Goodell sort of became, hey, 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 you can't take Viagra. You know, hey, 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 you guys had sex on a boat. Right, like you know, what I mean, like who cares? Remember that Viking thing? Remember that big Viking scandal? Like, so what? A bunch of football players had sex on a boat. Is it a crime to have sex on a boat? Seriously. Well, maybe I guess some of them were hookers, but is it a crime? <laughs> oh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> is it a crime to bet on sporting events? Is it a crime to do coke and have sex with hookers on a boat with my teammates? If so, I guess I'm guilty. And if it's a crime to bribe a jury, then I'll be guilty of that too. But you know what it all changed with Roger Goodell? You know what it all changed? Was uh, was the pandemic. So if you're listening, Roger, Mr. Roger Goodell, if you're tuning in right now, sir, there's a turning point to my take here in which I say, if, and it's true, if you look, you look at my Twitter, you talk, you know, if you went back years, I've had nothing but kind words to say about Roger Goodell. He's handled this pandemic better than anybody. I brought it up. 30, out of 32 general managers in the National Football League, 28 of them wanted to postpone the draft two years ago. 
oh, we can't do it virtually. We don't get to go meet them and ask them if their mothers were hookers or not. And Roger Goodell told him, this pandemic's not going away. He said, what are we, we, we've got to move forward. We're doing it virtually. And they didn't want to do it. And Goodell said, no, we're, we're, we're doing this. And, and what happened at the virtual draft? It was amazing. People loved it. People prefer the virtual draft. People seeing the kids at home. Roger Goodell sitting in his basement having a couple of drinks. He was clearly bombed by the end of it. And with the third, third, fourth pick, remember, he was even giggling. <laughs> He's like, it's like, wow, man, Roger Goodell has a personality. Wow. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. Oh, yeah, let's do this thing, Bollywood style. I tell you, there's like a Bollywood party slash wedding or something going on, like across the street from me in a casino. Uh, It's louder than a Slayer concert. Like, I swear to God, man, it's louder than a Slayer. Like, it's loud, man. They're like, it's a a festive party. It's a festive ass party, man. Uh, Going on. (laughs) So we're breaking it down on the Friday Night Freak Show. I think I'm going to fire off a poll question, actually. And uh, you can answer this, Matthias. I'll ask you this. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, let me, I'm going to type this out, though. So i got to get someone to type for me. Uh, North Dakota State Bison, victorious. Bingo. Boom. How the hell were they only laying four points, man? They're only 30-1 and one at home all time in the playoffs, right? That's a Fargo dome. Fargo. 2014 final score, James Madison Dukes go down. North Dakota State Bison victorious. So, yeah, one good thing about the Browns and a Raider game uh, being moved uh, to Monday is now the, that means the Bear game is not like the, the, the only game on Monday night. <laughs> that's right. That's the, that's the positive thing. So our poll question is, would you rather watch Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley too? A very boy band Christmas uh, in which uh, sync, the Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, and Boys to Men all sing Christmas carols on ABC this week. Or the Bears and the Vikings game on Monday night. It's a tough one. I think it's a very good poll question. <laughs> what? What? What would you rather? What would you rather? I guess I should determine. What would you rather be forced to watch? What would you rather be forced to watch? All right. So, Matthias, those are your options. You can watch the fight tomorrow. Woodley, Paul, too. You can watch the Chicago Bears 
and the Minnesota Vikings play, air quote, football. Um, or you can watch a very boy band Christmas. Yeah, which I got to tell you, the I fact that answer. boys to men are part of this, <laughs> the part of boys to men, and I don't know, there's something mesmerizing about that Joey Fatone guy. He's just so weird looking. I don't know, there's something about, remember I was watching, a, I saw the commercial once, I was like, what the hell? And they're wearing like, they're wearing like pajamas and stuff, and they're standing in front of a Christmas tree, and there's like, a, there's a duet with all of them together and stuff. I'm thinking, man, I don't know, so Woodley, I'll tell you right now, I'm watching a boy band Christmas before Woodley and, uh, and Paul. I'm not just joking. Like, I tune in for a couple of songs at least. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. You know what I mean? I don't mind boys to men. If this is it, this is the end of the road. It's a natural. Uh, so to me, it's down. Yeah, so I'm not watching Woodley, Paul. So then it comes down to would I rather watch a boy band Christmas or the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears? What's your pick? Oh, it's a football. I'm doing Vikings and Bears all the way. All the way. Just like the time where you said, we like the football. For the smallest of conferences, this is the NFL. We like the football here. No, 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 no. I can't buy that for this. I, I, I mean not for everything except the Bears game. Uh, and fantasy purposes, Gabe. Yeah, we got fantasy playoffs, so there's some investments well, there too. That's your problem if you have any Chicago Bears. <laughs> Sorry. I got I, I got Adam Thielen, actually, but he better uh, play. <laughs> is he even playing? Adam Thielen? Is he even playing? Even if he does, he's on bye week. So I guess I just got uh, Jefferson in another league. It's going to be a good day. Jefferson's going to have a big game. I don't even know what league you're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's enough. See, all right. So you're watching, watching, watching the football. He's not even is what league feeling Jefferson. Uh, did you make the playoffs in our league? That's uh, that's the question. Did you make Absolutely. the playoffs in our league? I, I, I should have got a bye, too, but I got stuck in the third seed. I got So, yeah, you. I, I should have had a three-way bye. <laughs> yeah, we all should have a three-ways, but uh, it doesn't always work out the way we want, Matthias. Um, I got to tell you, I'm not too pleased with what happened here. They're, they're my team, fast times at Ridgemont High. I'm in the playoffs, $2,400 to the winner. No, that's not true. It's sixteen hundred dollars to the winner. Eight hundred to second place. Um, Twenty four hundred dollar pot. Um, man, you would have figured. I had listed. I had last night. I had Justin. This is my playoff team. I got one. I only I was in two leagues. And I had a playoff team. I made the playoffs on one of them. Justin Herbert was my quarterback, and I had Tyree Kill last night. Tyree Kill had thirty two point eight points last night, and Justin Herbert had twenty three point four. You figure, wow. I got two guys, and I, I posted 55.84 points. Damn great start to the playoffs. No. The son of a bitch that played me, this guy, he had Travis Kelsey. He had Travis Kelsey. 41 points Travis Kelsey had. You know what? The only thing that softened the blow is I had a bunch of prop money on Travis Kelsey, and I was thinking about him like, oh, God. Every time Kelsey did something, I was happy for my money, and I was like, you know what? I know this guy has Kelsey right now. I didn't realize it was 41 points till after the game last night. I wanted to be sick. I was like, come on, man. I have to be crushing this guy now. I just had Herbert and Hill. I couldn't have worked out any better. No, he had Kelsey. He's got Jalen Hurts. Wow, that means suddenly my play, my fantasy playoffs comes down to Tuesday now. i got to wait till Tuesday. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. He's got Jalen Hurts, James Robinson, Michael Carter, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin, 
Darnell Mooney, Philadelphia Eagles, and Max Prater. Doesn't you sound that formidable. Game. No, it doesn't. No, that's but it doesn't all, sound. No, you, no, no. And I have. I already played my quarterback in Herbert. I already played uh, one of my wide receivers in Tyreek Hill. I have Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, Jalen Waddle, Zach Ertz, and Mike Evans. A much flashier, as you can tell. I have a pretty. That's my pretty solid team. I <laughs> like Justin Herbert, Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Zach Ertz, Mike Evans. My bench right now. I have DeAndre Swift, Kareem Hunt, DJ Moore, and uh, and Higby. So. I don't know what the deal is here with Swift. I think is Swift playing suddenly this week? Is he cleared? I've got running back decisions to make. I've got running yeah, back Monte decisions Freeman to make. Sitting right there too, Gabe. You got yeah, a nice so, little. You have Freeman down there. I don't want any part of Devontae Freeman against the Packers in that game. No, yeah, no, but no, you no, know no. he gets a lot of catches out of the backfield too. You'd be surprised no, no. how many he gets some late points all the time. He's been the only for a while. My only question. My only debate here, um, and I don't even know if DeAndre Swift. I, 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 it would be if DeAndre Swift, if uh, I don't think DeAndre Swift has been cleared. Let's see. Is, uh, no, no, he's been, uh, he has been ruled out. All right, there we go. Like I said, it's stupid NFL. I don't know who's playing. Uh, they take it 10 hours. That's, I'm going to wait till Sunday morning, and I'm going to hit refresh on everything. I'm going to be like, all right, this is who's playing, and this isn't. This is who's not. So, yeah, yeah that was my only decision. I don't fully trust Saquon Barkley, right? And I like Saquon, but I don't like the quarterback situation there. And I, you know, but I, I'm gonna. I, I like my team. I guess so. Jay, has Jalen Waddle been cleared to play? Is he officially out? Like that's a, that's a, like I said, it's been. I know he's been placed on a COVID list, but I also heard. Remember, we had Houts on last night. He goes, yeah, but he could be cleared. Now you're allowed to get cleared right away. So I imagine if he clears another test, he's back. That's what I'm saying, man. Got to be. Freaking Dr. Fauci, man, to figure this crap out. Anyways, screw you, GGs. Sorry, John Gabby, who I'm playing in the chat in, in the league. You're a nice guy, I'm sure. I'm just upset you got 41 points with one player. It's pretty frustrating. But we're gonna take you down. <laughs> We've got to survive in advance. Survive in advance. So uh yeah, COVID. COVID's uh, causing craziness in the NFL, so they move the games. At least we got different games going on. NBA, NBA is um, getting players back quicker. Like guys are testing positive, and the NBA is bringing them back two days later now. So the, that's where the NBA is at, and the NHL seems to be in, in the verge of a free fall uh, right now. We've already seen teams. There's a bunch of teams in the NHL which they've shut down until after Christmas already, and. And the Toronto Maple Leafs right now seem to be another team that's on the verge of a, of a breakout. They're not practicing. They didn't practice today. I know they, they, a lot of them, they were, they were told to stay in the hotel. The NHL is in a panic. All right? I, I don't know why it's spreading with NHL players as, you know, as, as much as it is, like in these massive ways. I guess it really isn't anymore there. Um, but, I don't know, it seems like more teams have been affected and shut down. Or I should say the NHL has just been smart and proactive and said, all right, let's just shut these teams down for 10 days, right? I mean, in the NFL, it's getting to the point where, like, somebody's like, you can debate, well, they make this team play, they don't make that team play. What it really comes down to is, 
it's a competitive imbalance. It, it, you know, even if you say, all right, make the Browns play or whatever, then you're just helping the Bengals, right? You're just helping the Ravens. You're helping, like, the Colts. You're helping, like, there's, there's ramifications to all this stuff. Like, when you start, when you mess with the schedule, it's, it has ramifications, I want to get to Kyrie Irving, who basically does whatever the hell he wants without ramifications. <laughs> Kyrie wins the standoff because the Nets are desperate. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Maranci, the mightier 1090, San Diego, SoCal, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks, the Brooklyn Nets, and Kyrie Irving are reuniting, and it feels so good. And it's out of sheer desperation, and the Nets admit it. Uh, We've arrived at this decision with the full support of our players after the careful consideration of our current circumstances, including players missing games due to injuries and health and safety protocols. We believe that the addition of Kyrie will not only make us a better team, but allow us to uh, optimally balance the physical demand of the entire roster. We look forward to Kyrie's return, as well as our entire roster getting back together on the court. Uh, says general manager Sean Marks of the Brooklyn Nets. So I like the way that he says <laughs> due, due to the current circumstances. Uh, and, you know, we always tell you guys, you know, most people don't, you know, like I said, people are not really sport fans. They're just, what's the pick? What's the next start? You know what I mean? Uh, but if you pay attention, that's how you win, right? I hate to tell you. So if you, you actually pay attention. And... You saw Steve Nash say, this can't go on uh, with Kevin Durant. Right? He said, this can't go on. Kevin Durant's playing like over 40 minutes a night. He's carrying this team. It's too much to ask. And yeah, he can do it. And Kevin Durant said, no, I can do it. No problem. And you know, I, I love playing, so it's cool. And Kevin Durant has been doing it. But problem is, you need Kevin Durant to be fresh and healthy, man. If the Raptors didn't sit Kawhi's ass every second night in Toronto, they wouldn't have won. Kawhi can't play a whole season. It's he can't. Like you know what I mean, and people don't like it and stuff, but it is what it is. So Kevin Durant can only do so much, and he will get hurt. He'll wear out, and there's no way you can play this guy 82 freaking games, 40 minutes a night, man. Yeah, it's stupid. So. That's not what he signed up for either, right? To, to carry this because Kyrie's a flake and Harden's hurt. So 
And Harden's done his part. Harden's like, you know what I mean? Harden, Harden's been a good teammate, actually. Harden's been a good Brooklyn net. Better than I thought he would be at first. So I, I'll give him credit for that. So they got Kyrie back on the road. <laughs> so <laughs> on the road. On the road again. So it's just only Kyrie. Only in Kyrie's world could this ever, like, be pulled off. And whatever, man. Part of me is like, part of me wouldn't do it. Like, I, I, I got to be honest, I wouldn't do it. Like, I wouldn't accept it. Like, if I was the owner and I was the, the GM and stuff, I'm not doing this. It's a stupid idea. I'd be like, I'm not having you on the road only. And then, like, not playing at home. And it's just, but another part of me says, you know what? He's already under contract. <laughs> you can't trade him. Right, number one, he already said he would retire before getting traded. All right, so you don't have to pay him, but it's not even about the money. It's about him being under contract with you, right, and taking up space on your cap and stuff. So you're already paying the guy. And number, you know, you, it's so it's not like he said he wouldn't get traded. And number two, number two, uh, who was it? One of our guests last week. It was Mo Dekeel, actually. And Mo's great. Let's get him on again next week. Mo, Mo's great. Mo DeKeel said, he said, and Mo's in, Mo, Mo worked for the Clippers. Mo, Mo's in touch with the NBA. Mo said nobody would trade for Kyrie Irving now. Right? It's just, it's too much. Like, it's, it's you know what I mean? It's too much with him. Right? And no one's going to trade for him. So that's the whole thing. If you're the Nets, what are you going to do? You can say, all right, make him sit here forever. Uh, and we're not going to get anything back in return. And we're going to run KD and everyone into the ground. Uh, we can't trade him because no one. Number one, he won't get traded. He said he's going to retire first, and he will do it. He's nuts. He will retire. Like you got to tell you know that's one thing. Like you got to take him at face value when he tells you that. And number three, no one's going to want him. Wait, you know, who's trading for him? Oh yeah, you know what? We we'll, we'll fix him. You know what I mean? No. He likes New York. He he's from New Jersey. That's why he's there, right? And it is what it is. So the new part of me, the other part is like, listen, it's 2022 now. We're gonna start. Let's start calling it 2022. It's not yet, but I'm gonna start now, just so we don't slip up like everyone else calling these teams' names and everything else for years after. It's 2022. So yeah, we're in the modern era now. It is what it is. You're already screwed, and you're better off. They're right, and I like I like their honesty when they said we can balance our roster better now. So in other words, Kyrie, and this is what I would do to your ass now. I'm running your ass into the ground, bro. I'm running your ass into the ground, Kyrie. Oh, you're going to play on the road, all right. <laughs> oh, you're going to play, all right. You're going to play every damn road game. No nights off. Every road game. Back-to-backs. And you're playing 46 minutes a night. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Why? You're not playing at home. I can. It's, you're only playing 50% of the time. I'm only paying you 50% of the time, too. I'm not paying you for home games. So, fine. But I'm going to run your ass into the ground here. And what I'm going to do, too, is I'm going to screw you over. And uh, I'm going to sit everyone else. You're a selfish person. You're a selfish basketball player. And it's perfect. So, whatever. Here. Here's the ball. Here you go, Kyrie. Go shoot it, bro. It's just you. <laughs> Worst case, KD playing it? No. No, no, he's not. We're saving him for the home game. Sorry. 
He's already he was the one that played the first 30 games, Kyrie. I'm sorry. No, you're you're going to play 40 minutes a night now every night. You like to shoot so much. That's why you left LeBron. Right? You liked that LeBron was the guy, right? You thought you were better than LeBron even. So, all right. Like Michelle Therrier said, okay. Okay, we find out now. All right. I'm dead serious, too. Kyrie Irving has showed he doesn't care about the Brooklyn Nets. He doesn't care about the organization. He only cares about himself. And if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I'd treat him like that. I'd be like, all right, fine. Like, it goes both ways, but I'm going to run your ass into the ground. I'm going to play you, and and then you're going to tap out probably. Anyways, he'll get hurt anyways. I like Kyrie Irving, too. I think, you know what I mean? I like, now, listen, the thing with Kyrie is he is a great player. He's a great competitor. He does want to win. It's not like the guy doesn't care or anything like that. Like, he's on, when he's on the court, he wants to win, and he is good. And I said a selfish player. I don't mean he's like – he wants to win. He's not a bad team. It's hard to say he's not a bad teammate. He's a horrible teammate. <laughs> he walked off the Florida Celtics. <laughs> he, he, I could go on. But you know what I mean? If he likes you, he's not a bad teammate. If he likes the situation and you're kissing his ass and the moon is tilted 37 degrees and it's not his sister's birthday and he doesn't feel like going skateboarding. and You know what I mean? It's one of those deals. Like After a while, it's like, bro, you're not worth it. But, as I stated, the Brooklyn Nets don't have a choice. They're already stuck with them, right? No one's taking them. It's like Ben Simmons. And you don't say, oh, you're going to trade him for Ben Simmons. Like, no. I mean, that, that's not it. They, even the, the Philadelphia 76ers aren't going to do that. I would do it. If I was the Brooklyn Nets, I would do it. I'd trade him in a heartbeat to Philadelphia. I don't even like Ben Simmons. But I just did anything to get rid of Kyrie, I would do it. Right? And just to get a player... And I would just tell Ben Simmons, listen, we're not even going to ask you to shoot. Can you can you rebound for us a bit and just give us a couple of passes? <laughs> Play a little defense and stay the F out of the way. All right? Just stay out of KD's way and Harden's way. All right? Just stand there, Ben. All right? You're good at that. You're good at doing nothing anyways. I've got some good hot basketball takes here tonight. That's a good one right there. You're good at doing nothing anyways. <laughs> Sounds like an Urban Meyer line. <laughs> like to rip Urban, but like I said, I like his quips too much. His, in, his insults are just too good. One thing I will say, though, I wanted to get to this. So, And listen, man, I don't set the rules, right? Like, people get mad. If I talk about cold, oh, like I, I'm not Dr. Fauci, right? I'm not, I don't run the CDC, guys. I, I can barely run my own life. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to run anything here. I just uh, just running this radio show. That's it. <laughs> right? That's it. But how about this? New York City's mandate allows <laughs> allows that Kyrie Irving can practice in New York, but he can't play a game. That's right. That's right. I was unaware of this. I don't think anyone realized this. New York City's mandate will allow Irving to practice at home. <laughs> but he is not allowed to play in a game at home. Oh, God. And this is scientific how? So he's a danger, and he better be vaccinated. So we can't let him in the arena in Madison Square Garden, even though we let visiting players in that are not vaccinated. 
in the Madison Square Garden and into the Barclays Center. But you can practice. You can practice at the Barclays Center, but you can't you can't perform there later if there's people there. Because that would be a danger to society. And that would, you know, then there would be a massive outbreak because of Kyrie Irving. This has to be the stupidest thing that I've... Now listen, there's a lot of stupid things about New York, all right? There's a lot of stupid things about New York. And a great city, toughest-ass people out there. I live in a lot of cities, toughest people. And I'm talking about stupid. I'm talking about the bureaucrats, the government, the city, the state, right? Like, you know, they're, look at their insanity of letting New Jersey, like, make trillions of dollars while they sit there with their thumbs up their asses doing nothing about sports gambling. They let a couple of casinos outside of Buffalo have it. <laughs> like, how does that make sense? Yeah, listen, uh, sports betting's legal in the state. All right, good. No, 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 no. But only only around Buffalo and a couple of tribes. And in the city, we can't have a sports book, just an app, maybe. We'll see what happens about that. Yeah, we're going to legalize weed like eight years ago, they said. Like, you know, 10 years ago. The state of New York, whatever. Anyone who lives in New York knows what I'm talking about about the state of New York. Now, now let's get into the city and the state. So, I don't know. Maybe Cuomo should have been less busy groping his aides, staring down their blouses, and doing interviews with his jackass brother on TV instead of coming up with some sort of scientific policy that it's okay for a player to practice in the morning in, in Brooklyn, but if he plays a game at night, then, you know what, all hell's breaking going to break loose. Like, come on, man. This is the problem. This is what you do. This is what happens when you 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 crackpot nut job government losers. When you guys you give the crackpot losers reason to bitch, right? So when you say follow the science, and a jackass like me can say, yeah, well, how is it scientific that he's allowed to practice in the morning, but he's not allowed to play at night? Like, what is the difference of the danger to society? What is scientific about that? What's scientific about, like, saying, oh, now we're going to have 50% capacity in the arena? Well, if this disease is so bad and it's so, it's so bad and it's going to spread, seems like having 10,000 people in a room would be pretty bad. I don't care if it's 10, 20, or 100 or whatever. It's bad if it's bad. Well, no, it's not bad if it's 50, but it's bad if it's 100. No, no, it's bad if he plays at night. That's dangerous. But if he practices, no, that's, that's not part of the mandate. Suck your mandates. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Late night anger match for Crash. This is SportsRig. I am Gable Brenzi. So, yes, we're talking about Kyrie. So, Kyrie, Kyrie sort of wins, but he really doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Like, the Brooklyn Nets need him. It is what it is. As I stated, they don't have a choice. They don't want to do this. Right? The owner of the Brooklyn Nets doesn't even like Kyrie Irving. He said it. He basically said, yeah, I think the guy's like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? She's a bad teammate. She doesn't care about us. Like, everyone, they don't know. Right? But the thing is, we're in a selfish era. Right? Everyone's selfish now anyways. So they have to put up with it. And 
eventually the thing is Kyrie's going to win in a sense because he's going to wait it out because eventually they'll lift this mandate in New York because people are going to start talking about it and go, well, how is it logical that he's allowed to practice but he can't play? And then, well, okay, if he tests. And, right, they're already changing the rules every week now, right? They just changed the rules two days, yesterday in the NFL and the NBA. So they're becoming much more lenient. Like people that freak out, oh, the, the government's getting worse and stuff. No, it's getting easier. It's getting like more lenient. Like the leagues are letting, you know, they're, they're easing up. But I'm telling you now, it'll end poorly. Brooklyn won't win. The basketball gods aren't going to let Kyrie Irving do this. And you think they're going to win a title. He's not going to play at home. Or then they're going to change the rules to let him play at home in the playoffs. But that's what will probably – that's that's his plan. That's probably what he's thinking. He's like, you know what? I'll wait it out. I'll play home games. And by the time it gets to the spring and we're going to the finals, there will be political pressure. Um that this is stupid, and they're going to lift it, and all I'll have to do is get tested. Right? Like, like, So maybe he will win in the end uh, if he waits it out. He doesn't care about his reputation. This is the same guy that called a talk radio show in Boston under a disguised uh, name defending Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so he doesn't have any shame. So, you know what I mean, that's the thing. That's the best way of putting it. It's 2020, 2021, 2022 now. You can't shame anybody, right? Nobody feels shame for anything. So it's like... You keep saying, oh, well, you're hurting your reputation. You think they care? No, they don't care. I already said I think the earth is flat. <laughs> I already said I think the earth is flat. Wait, what, what can I do now? Bring it. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right 